your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto and rockauto.com. And today we will be kind of doing some, <clears throat> I guess, kind of like housework type of show. Uh, not much going on in the world of the Avalanche as far as on the ice, clearly, because they are still waiting for their opponent. Uh, but there are some things that have happened uh, off the ice in terms of a, another prospect being signed, uh, another player being added to the COVID list, and more fans can now enter Ball Arena to watch the Avalanche make their way to a hopefully a Stanley Cup championship. So we'll get to all of that. But first things first, follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram, and send any questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. So uh, as I am recording this right now, the Wild and the Golden Knights are in the first intermission uh, tied at zero. So it's such a weird dynamic being an Avalanche fan. Like, what do you, what do, you do here? And, you know, Kyle and I kind of talked about it on yesterday's episode where – do you root for Minnesota to push this thing to seven games just to give the Avs a little bit more rest? Because rest is always key, especially come playoff time, especially since the season that you just had when you just seem to be playing every day, basically. Um, or do you, I mean, if you're like me, you you miss Avalanche hockey. You haven't had it uh, in a few days now. And you want them to play. So it's almost like Vegas finished this thing off. So the Avalanche can get back on the ice uh, selfishly from a, a fan standpoint. It, you know, to me, it doesn't really matter. Uh, e- either either way is fine with me. Uh, if Minnesota pulls this thing out, uh, pushes it to seven games, and then wins game seven, then you have a divisional matchup. You have a divisional rivalry. Um, and if if you're like me, you have not forgotten that playoff game seven overtime. Uh, so I think the Avalanche would be ready to go for that, even though not many guys were on that team. Uh, when that happened, it's still a, a sore subject for Avalanche fans. So they would love to see that matchup. And then if it's Vegas... You know, when we've said this before, you you you're gonna have to come across them at some point. You in in most, uh, I guess in the your regular playoff scenarios, you would think it would go towards a conference final of Vegas and Colorado. Uh, but. You know, that that's a possibility that it doesn't happen. But if it does, that's fine, too, because you want to play those teams. You want to play the, the teams that are considered, you know, the elite teams of the league. And you want to beat them, just like Vegas, you know, was probably hoping that we beat the Blues because they should want to play us. 
And then the same thing, if you progress to the next round, uh, you want to go up against Tampa Bay. You want to take out the defending champions on your way to a championship of your own, hopefully. So I don't think there's any, you know, the whole thing is a a win-win situation for the Avs. I don't know. I haven't really, I haven't watched any of this game as of right now. Um, Actually, Minnesota is out shooting Vegas in the first. That's a plus for Minnesota, obviously, because they got completely outshot in the last game, but still somehow found a way to win. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of where we stand right now. Avalanche kind of waiting for their opponent. You would think that the 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 second round would start this weekend no matter what if Vegas uh finish finishes it off and by the time you're listening to this you know if they have <clears throat> if uh Vegas finishes it off you, you would think they would probably start on a Saturday I can't say for sure and if they don't uh this series wraps up on Friday and then you got to get things going pretty quickly so you, you would maybe think one day off and then a Sunday so Hopefully this this weekend we'll have Avalanche hockey uh, back in action. And when it does happen, whenever the Avalanche do play and whoever they do play against, game one will be at the Ball Arena. And it was announced that the Avalanche can see another increase in capacity crowd. Well, it's not capacity crowd. It's just a crowd. Uh, It's not to capacity yet, but it's creeping towards that. Uh, 10,500 people. So we've gone from obviously nobody to it was what a little bit over 4,000 to just shy of 8,000. And now we are at 10,500. That can only help. I, I don't know if anybody watched that Islanders game last night, that Islanders uh, Penguins game where the Islanders. Uh, finished off that series, but they were down. They were down three to two, and then they rattled off three goals in a matter of like three minutes. Two of them came within, I don't know, ten seconds. Uh, don't don't tell me that you know having fans does not make a difference. At any point in time, fans always make a difference, but especially this season because they've been gone for so long, and now you get ten thousand people, ten thousand plus back rooting on a team that they are so excited knowing that they have an opportunity to really do something special uh that that is that's exactly exactly what you want and at the right time and hopefully it keeps progressing if the avalanche can keep progressing through these playoffs uh maybe in the next round it increases more who knows but that's a that's a solid solid number right there uh and you heard how loud that building can get with was it 7,500 in that, uh, in that range? Um, you could, you could hear how loud that building got with that much add another 3000 people to it. It's gonna feel like a capacity crowd. It's going to feel like a full house at ball arena. So, uh, good things are happening and you know, whether it's the, you know, the, the golden Knights wrap it up or wrapped it up again, by the time you're listening to this, uh, or it's you know finished on Friday. Avalanche hockey is not that far away, and I think you know we're we're getting spoiled because the team is obviously a good team and expected to do a lot. And you're just we got spoiled by them playing every other day, uh, and now we've gone a stretch of days with no hockey, and we're just like salivating, like we we need it, bring it back. So it's around the corner, just a few more days likely 
Um, and then it'll be interesting to see how the Avalanche <coughs> have they will they be able to pick up where they left off? Uh, will they? How much time will they need to kind of just get their their game legs back? They're practicing full bore, from what I understand. Um, but you know, game situations are different. So yeah, they might need a, a period. Hopefully, much less than that. Maybe just a couple shifts uh, per player to to get back into that game flow. Um, and after that, it's it's off to the races. You're in the playoffs, so you're in game shape as much as you can be. But sure, there's going to be some rust because you you do have some rest. It's a good thing and it's a bad thing. So, uh, but the main thing is, Avalanche hockey is around the corner, and more people are going to be able to watch them in person. So that's awesome. Who will be out there on the ice? I think we know for the most part who will be. Nothing really has changed in terms of the the core players and the four lines, but we did get another player added to the COVID list. What does this mean, if anything? Uh, we're going to talk about that right after we hear from Rock Auto and rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is the family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us section so they know that we sent you to them. It's amazing selection. It's reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. So we did hear, uh, and and it's not something any of us wanted to hear, uh, Avalanche and COVID just don't go together. Anything in COVID don't go together. Uh, But, you know, having the history that we have had and two breaks in the season, uh, you, you know, from what I gather, everybody is vaccinated, but somehow, some way, Jason Megna is on the COVID protocol list. N- not saying he is positive. If he has had the vaccine, that doesn't guarantee he is immune from it. He could still carry it. Might not affect him personally, but he could still pass it on to other people. Whatever the case may be. Jason Megna is now on the COVID protocol list. And I think because of the history the Avalanche have had in this past season with COVID, uh, you, when you read something like that, it's you are catastrophizing it and thinking the, the worst possible scenario. And God, if this thing spreads again to the team, how are they going to handle this in the postseason? Can there be a pause in the postseason? I don't know how the league handles it uh, if that were to occur. I think we need to pump the brakes on that. Uh, my, my best guess, and that's all this is right now, is this is just precaution. This is just contact tracing. Uh, he came into contact, not by any fault of his own, probably, because, uh, you know, you're you're around people. You know, you you 
things are being lifted that you can go into restaurants and, you know, you, you can go into malls and you can get back to a semblance of a normal life. Maybe he went out to eat for lunch and, or for dinner and then it got back to somebody that somebody there had tested positive and now they have to go through everybody that was there and lo and behold, Jason Megna was one of the guys that was in that restaurant. So it could not be his fault in any stretch of the imagination, uh, but because he was there or wherever he was, he's now on the COVID protocol list. You just cross your fingers, pray to whoever you believe in, whatever you want to do, uh, that it just stops with him. Uh, you you hope that obviously he is okay, his health is okay, he doesn't test positive, uh, and this is it. This is where it starts and this is where it ends for a number of reasons because the, the avalanche obviously have gone through this twice. You don't want them to go through it a third time. You don't want them to go through it when it's playoff time. Uh, and above everything else, above just the sport, you want everybody's health to be okay. And because we've been dealing with this for so long, I think, you know, especially when it comes to sports, you, you kind of lose sight of that, that they're human beings too and, and, if they do have it, which, again, they're all vaccinated, so you would assume that you know it shouldn't really affect them, but they can still be carriers of it. Uh, you just want everybody, sports aside, <clears throat> to be okay. So that's the main thing. Hopefully, Jason Megan is all right, uh, and this is just a precautionary thing. Uh, and he, Because he, he wasn't in the lineup anyway. But he's still around the team. He's on that taxi squad. He's still practicing with them. Uh, he was available whenever needed. So he's around those guys. Hopefully the uh, the league does what they have to do, and uh, you know he'll be back. He's probably gonna have to be sidelined for a little while. Who knows? I, I that I can't keep straight because I and I was having a discussion with somebody on Twitter about it, like. Sidney Crosby goes in the proto protocol list, and then two days later, he's removed from it. Um, and then Miko Rantanen did, and then he was – his test came back negative, but he stayed on it. And there was somebody else uh, recently that I can't remember who it is, but that was the whole point of our conversation was, you know, I can't figure out, much like everything else going on with the NHL and how they make decisions, on, on that part of it, on the contact tracing – if someone's on the COVID protocol list, I thought they were on it for two weeks. And then they turn around and Crosby is removed in two days. So who knows? <laughs> Magna could be on it uh, today and they contact Trace and they think it's okay. And he's removed from it tomorrow. Doubtful. But um, one way or another, he's, he's, he's on the list. Because of that, uh, you had Sampo Renta practicing with the team which is great to see. Um, I'm excited for, I, I don't, you know, this could just be he's up there practicing. I haven't heard that he's actually on this taxi squad, but I think to practice, you kind of have to be. So um, you're excited to see him up there. Um, Alex Newhook seems to be ready to go whenever they are going to play. He is going to be back. So health-wise, outside of, Megna going to the COVID protocol list, the Avalanche continue to be healthy. Um, and I think even Dubnik is back. 
So, which, which some Avalanche fans don't really care to hear that. Uh, but everything seems to be okay. Like I said, outside of Jason Magno, who, if he was, you know, a, a fourth line guy and he was putting in good minutes, you kind of say like, okay, where do we go from here? But we have good depth, so we're okay. Uh, but he's, you know, he's he's a part of the team, and he they throw him in there when necessary. But this him being on the COVID protocol list doesn't affect what the Avalanche are doing right here, right now, and that's getting prepared for who they're ever going to play. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that, and if there's any uh, news on it for tomorrow, we'll definitely talk about it in tomorrow's show. Uh, and another player from the Avalanche prospect pool signs his entry-level contract. It seems like they're signing all of them right now. So what does this all mean? We will get to that after we hear from betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Pick your sport, baseball, basketball, hockey, MMA, UFC. You can bet on it all and get all your sporting needs at BetOnline. Before the next pitch, before the next three-pointer, before the next slap shot, Head over to your laptop or your mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in on the action and put some scratch down on whatever you feel fit. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up. And when you do, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. It's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So another day, another Avalanche prospect signing his entry-level contract. And uh, this time, it is 2019, what was he, third round, I think? Yeah, I think it was third round. Uh, Prospect Alex Bukaj, who is really tearing it up in the Q League right now. Uh, I think he's second in scoring over there. So he, he really jumped on the scene Early, I think, I, and we talked about him. God, it was last year sometime, and his the first game. I think he scored like four goals or something like that. I can't remember exactly what, but he went off and he put his name on the radar pretty quickly. So another guy that has signed his his entry level contract. What does this all mean? Because you ha- you now have Alex Bukaj, you have Sampo Ranta, obviously you have. Alex Newhook, you have Yusis Noonan, uh, Jean-Luc Foudy, uh, you have uh, the guy, who, the one that they uh, just had, the defender that they just drafted, Justin Barron. All of these guys are now on an entry-level contract. Does not mean they are coming up next year and all playing for the Avalanche. But, you know, the, now the clock is ticking. Now you have three years on all of these guys uh, to see what they can do, and the Avalanche feel like all of them can produce for this team in the near future with the near future being three years. Uh, you're not going to put these guys on an entry level contract just to not play and just have them sit down in with the uh, Colorado Eagles. They'll still play down there. Some of them will new hook isn't going anywhere, uh, but it'll be interesting to see what guys like Ranta can do. And especially uh, foodie. I really look forward to him playing. And especially Bukaj. So uh, all of these guys have an opportunity. And this just begs the question, what what are the Avalanche plans for the next 
three years. Well, maybe not three years, maybe the next two years. Uh, you know, and we, we, Kyle and I talked about this with a guy like Nazem Kadri. Next year is his last year on his deal. You would have to think the Avalanche move on from him after next year for a number of reasons. One is, you know, his cap hit, I think he's making four and a half million. Uh, and he's going to be 31, 32 at that time, time period. And add in all of the, you don't know what he's going to do if he's going to do something on the ice that is suspendable that hurts the avalanche and they love Nazem Kadri uh but it's a numbers game um and it's you know they need him to be around type of thing and if they've just lost faith in him even though he has he's been a good boy for most of the time uh with the avalanche I think I think it's going to be more a numbers thing than anything else. So I think they can talk to him. I think they can settle him down. Uh, and I don't think because this is his one biggest run in that he's had. It's not, you know, he, he's not this guy that every shift out there you're, you're you're just you know clenching your fists hoping he doesn't do anything dumb. Uh, but I so that's why I think in the end it's a numbers thing. You save all that money, and you have one of these new guys that you feel can step up and take his place as best that they can because you have contracts. You have contracts coming up after this year, namely Kale McCarr and Gabe Landeskog, and it's still a few years away, but the Nathan McKinnon contract is hanging over the avalanche head, and they do. They do need to make some moves now to set them up for whenever that comes, which is still a few years away. But you can't just say like, well, we can forget about it. No, you you really have to think three years ahead uh, because he's going to command money. And that'll be really interesting to see if he holds his word of saying like, I, I, I will continue to take less money. That's going to be a very interesting chess match. Uh, does Joe Sackick hold him to that? Or does Joe Sackick say, yeah, right, you're our franchise. Uh, here's your $12 million and, you know, let's be done with this. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be there's, there's a long way to go to get to that point in terms of if the Avalanche can win a championship or two, uh, then they have some leverage to say, like, you want to continue this great thing that we have? Uh, let's see what let's let, let's work out something because uh, I don't think McKinnon is a greedy guy. I don't think he's going to go out there and, and you know like these NFL players that say like I want to be the highest paid at my position. I don't think that's Nathan McKinnon. I, I think he he's you know he's making good money. Uh, is he making superstar money? No. Uh, does he want superstar money? I could see him saying yes. I could see him saying no. But the bottom line here is. The Avalanche are signing all of these guys, all of these guys that they have stockpiled in the last number of drafts now that they are on their entry-level contracts. So in the near future, some of them you're seeing right now, Alex Newhook, Bowen Byram. Uh, some of them you might see next year. Maybe Ranta comes up. Uh, maybe foodie comes up. You'll see them sporadically. You know, if, if there's an injury, filling a spot here and there. Um, and and then don't forget about guys like Martin Cout, who's still down there. Um, 
And then even Eustace Sununen. When is he going to be ready? Is he going to be ready to take over the the goaltending situation? That's there's there's it's so ugh, it's it's a great time to be an As fan because this team is so good right now. And now we've all the things that we've been saying about them being set up for the future. That they're they're putting the future those wheels in motion right now. And uh, you you gotta you gotta trust them in what they're doing because everything they've done so far has worked. So that it will be it for today, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Like always, we will be back tomorrow. Maybe we'll know who the opponent is. Maybe we won't. Let me uh, check in my app right now, and they are approaching halfway through the second, and there is still no score. I think I have to go watch this game now. So I'm going to wrap this one up, go watch this game, and uh, follow me on Twitter, LLPN underscore Avalanche, and we'll chat. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in. It's always appreciated. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go!